podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 1, Episode 26 of Hannah Montana. It's the Season 1 finale, and it's called Bad Moose Rising. And I wanted to end this season the way I started this season with my good friend, Courtney Sile. Hi, Courtney. (laughs) I am back. (laughs) I'm here to make a moose. I'm definitely going to have to put that in the episode description and be like, Elise and Courtney make a moose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So this particular episode, we've reached a point with these Hannah Montana episodes. So the last time that I watched Hannah Montana before starting this project was about five years ago. Uh, I watched almost all of the first season of Hannah Montana, but notably I stopped before I finished the season. And so I did not watch this episode, uh, which means that the last time I saw this, because I'm sure I have seen it before, even though it wasn't that familiar to me, would have been like on Disney Channel when I was like a child. (laughs) So uh, we're we're entering a new wave now where like every episode, if I've seen it, it was a long ass time ago. <laughs> this yeah, and this episode definitely felt familiar to me. Like it, the the whole we'll get into the make a moose fiasco, but that's <laughs> I was I remembered that scene specifically. The rest of it seemed like such a throwaway episode for being like the season finale. <laughs> yeah, well. I I guess it doesn't really like need a finale because season two probably started the next week, and they're like, we just need a, a place to stop the seasons eventually. Yeah, yeah, and I I think I I am confident that I had seen this before, but I didn't remember very much. I think the thing that was most familiar to me was the funk in the B plot. Like yeah, I feel like I remembered that. <laughs> I remembered that very well. That 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 like brought back some memories and the funk itself was so gross. <laughs> so gross. Not a fan. <laughs> so yeah, the episode opens. Robbie Ray is apparently very sick. <laughs> sure. Courtney Courtney texted me after she watched this and was like Robbie Ray was not sick. He was so, like, Billy Ray, sweetie, that's the worst acting I've ever seen. Like, you could at least (laughs) pretend to have the sniffles. You looked perfectly healthy. You didn't look like... It's like he was... The makeup department was like, let's pale you up and make you look sick. And he was like, no. I still want to be tan. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be tan and put more highlights in my hair, please. I swear to God, every episode, that man has more highlights. (laughs) (laughs) He gets blonder and blonder every day. He's going to be every Hannah week. Montana. By the end of this whole series, he will be Hannah Montana. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. So, but he's sick. And I was I was honestly confused when I started the episode because it jumps right into what in any other episode would be the B-plot. 
And yeah. I was like, oh, because I knew that you had watched this earlier in the day. And we sh- I'm, I like Mooch Courtney's Disney Plus account. Um, <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, maybe I'm like in the middle of the episode. Maybe she paused it somewhere. But no, this is actually how the episode opens. Um, <laughs> Robbie Ray's sick. He, and we know this because he's in a bathrobe and is holding tissues. And he says, I'm sick. <laughs> he's like, like, oh, I'm so sick. Uh, <laughs> like. Oh no, I'm ill. <laughs> Very much like the mean girls. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and our our good friend Donzig comes over like immediately, which is why I was confused because in any other episode, he wouldn't show up until after like the intro sequence. Um, yeah. But he comes over and he's upset because the stewards like leaves are in his pool and his niece is visiting and she wants to go swimming in the pool. And I'm like, I don't see why it leaves should stop her from being in the pool. Like, <laughs> it's not like they're going to poison her or anything. <laughs> Logistically. I have a few questions. First of all, your house is on the beach. Just go to the beach. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Secondly, your house is on the beach. Where are you putting a pool in your driveway? <laughs> your backyard is the beach. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Yeah, the ocean. I, I'd believe it if he had, like, a hot tub, but, like, a whole-ass pool is... That is quite a flex for someone that does live basically on the beach. Also, if it's hot enough to go swimming, why are you in a full velour tracksuit, sir? <laughs> Donzig... You know, Donzig be Donziging, you know? That's just how he is. <laughs> He's, like, definitely gay, right? <laughs> I wasn't getting those vibes, but uh, I want to hear more about why you think so. (laughs) Oh, just the, like, everything about him? He's, like, a mean gay man. (laughs) Just, like, a mean middle-aged gay man. Yeah. He's ranting about his pool. He's in his full, like, tracksuit. He's, like, a house husband, like, taking care of his niece. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. And he's, like, a bachelor. Yeah. (laughs) I can, you know what? Okay. Okay. That's... That's a conspiracy theory we can add to the pile. <laughs> I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's just a a maybe. <laughs> it's just it's just a little Easter egg for those of us. <laughs> I mean, Disney would never, but he seems like very like Nathan Lane esque, like Nathan Lane in the Birdcage esque, in his like. You know, that's 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 a decent point, right? Like he feels like a Nathan Lane character. <laughs> I. I guess, yeah. I mean, he's always in a bathrobe, but like something he about person, that. Yeah, he comes lay back later like a full kimono. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney is a Donzig truther. <laughs> I want this man to live his truth. <laughs> Disney Channel would never. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, and okay, then Donzig leaves. He's like, just yeah. keep your leaves out of my pool. And uh, he and the niece, like, yell at each other. We're supposed to get that they're similar in that way. So, Fine, whatever. <laughs> just to show that he had a niece because she comes back later. Yeah, it's purely t- to set up <laughs> plot for later. <laughs> yeah, it's just a plot device. <laughs> but so Miley and Lily come downstairs... And I guess Robbie Ray had promised that he would take Miley and Lily to the mall because tomorrow is 
the Stella Fabiani fashion show. <laughs> wow. Can't wait. <laughs> love her. Love her dresses. <laughs> love her work. <laughs> and so they need to go to the mall to get shoes, makeup, and manicures. I'd argue that they already have too many shoes in that Hannah closet. Like, yeah. I Maybe they, like, sold off a bunch of them in the Dead at B scenario. Yeah, probably. They need more ugly cowboy boots for her to wear. <laughs> yeah. So, and like overpriced sandals. Yes. I I do want to mention that I thought that Miley's hair in this scene was really pretty. I thought it looked really good. <laughs> but so Robbie Ray says that he can't take them. And so Jackson will take them. But Jackson is like, uh, no, I have plans to go to a Dodger game with Cooper. And I thought it was interesting that they didn't say Dodgers. They only said Dodger, like singular Dodger. Yeah, because they not mention the Dodgers, which is a well-known L.A. <laughs> baseball team in this episode for some reason. Is there like a copyright thing? They're like, we'll get around it by just not adding the S. You'll just say you're going to a Dodger game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But apparently he goes to these most weekends. He's yeah, like, he, says he goes to baseball every weekend. And I was like, what the, this is the richiest rich kid thing to do. <laughs> yeah. But I like, I am still team Jackson on this one so far because he does already have plans. And even, and Miley is like, but it's something that Lily and I have to do because it's like a Hannah thing, I guess. But I'm yeah. not convinced because, like I said, I think they already have plenty of shoes and makeup and they can just do their own nails. Like, they don't need to go to the mall. Yeah. But I'm also like, why can't, why is there no other option for them to get to the mall? Why is it only the sick man or the busy brother? Why doesn't, like, like doesn't she, like, have a driver at this point? Like, and why, and, like, Roxy shows up later. Why can't Roxy yeah. take them? Why can't Oliver and his mom take them? It just seems like there are so many options and ways for the conflict to be avoided. I mean, I had that question later, too, when Roxy shows up, and I was like, why couldn't Roxy just drive Miley places if she's, like, supposed to be Hannah's bodyguard? And, like... yeah. Why couldn't Lily's mom just take them? Why couldn't somebody just call them a cab? Like, they have the money for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, or, like, like, fucking take the bus. <laughs> also, you can't live that far from the mall. Like, yeah. You're it in just, Malibu. It, it really doesn't seem like it should be an issue. And, like, they're old enough to go by themselves. And I just don't... I don't know why Jackson has to give up his, like, sports tickets. <laughs> Yeah, because my other question was, why couldn't Jackson just drop them off and then go to his yeah. own thing? Yeah, he doesn't have to stay with them. It's not like they're, like, at risk of being abducted. Like, they're yeah. fine. <laughs> like, he could have just dropped them off at the mall, gone to his Dodger game, and then they probably would have still been shopping, so he could have just picked them up on his way home. Yeah, it really seems like a non-issue at this point. It gets into more of an issue later on, but... yeah. At this point, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't get what the conflict is here. But then the next day, Robbie is still sick. And so he can't take them to the fashion show. Uh, so Jackson, she's like, well, Jackson will take me. And of course, he's again upset because he also has plans. And like, he had to lose his Saturday. He doesn't want to lose the other day of his weekend. Yeah. And I'm again, I'm like, why can't they hire a car? Especially because... 
This is clearly a Hannah Montana event. And just Hannah Montana, yeah, she usually takes a limo everywhere anyway. Just call a car service. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Why didn't they, why did Robbie Ray even agree to take them in the first place? Why didn't they just book a car in advance because they knew that this event was coming? That's what they do in every other episode. Whenever she's got a fucking CD signing or whatever, they hire a limo and they drive her. Like, <laughs> I don't really yeah. see what the problem is. And like, Miley's being just like a bitch to Jackson the whole time where she's like well you have to take me because you're my older brother and I'm like okay Miley calm the fuck down mm-hmm. he is <laughs> he's allowed to have a life too like chill out <laughs> it's not just about you all the time Hannah Montana like calm down yeah I also, I didn't I didn't care for her attitude <laughs> later in the episode Lily is there and I'm like well how the fuck did Lily get there if Jackson didn't drive her too like why couldn't Miley just hitch a ride with Lily yeah I seriously it just it really it really confuses me <laughs> I I really don't I don't know why this has to be a problem <laughs> we have the same issues in the dead at B episode where we're like this why is this happening this could have been solved so easily if you'd just done this other thing <laughs> like yeah yeah although i would that was like executed better <laughs> this is just <laughs> this is just nonsense um so miley basically says to jackson that he's lucky that he like has a little sister and that she wishes she had a little sister and she would like always do what the sister needed and wouldn't complain about it which is like a weird thing to just say <laughs> apropos of nothing. Um, yeah. So Donzig comes back over. He has apparently caught Robbie Ray's cold. And, so quickly. And, and then things go from weird to weirder for me because he's like, because I'm sick, you are going to take care of my eight-year-old niece. <laughs> like, yeah, neighbor who I don't like. Yeah, it's very weird. I'm like, why would he just go over and drop off this child? I'm like, it it was very confusing to me. And at this point, we don't even know the kid's name. I'm like, (laughs) who even is this child? Um, But her name is yeah. We find out in like two seconds that her name is Patty. Uh, But she, we we can tell she's like a, a tough child. She mocks Jackson's height repeatedly, which I did think was funny. <laughs> she called him a leprechaun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so Jackson basically decides that he's going to, he, because Donzig kind of passes the kid off on Jackson at first. And Jackson's like, no way I've got other stuff going on. But then he realizes that he can use this to get back at Miley. He yeah. pulls this little scheme where he pays Patty not to talk for like a certain amount of minutes while Jackson like orchestrates this and he's like, Hey Miley, I've got a little sister for you for the day. And they make a bet that Miley can't do everything that this girl wants without complaining all day long. And if she wins, Jackson has to take her wherever she wants without complaining until she can drive herself. And if she loses, Jackson doesn't have to do anything for her ever again. (laughs) sick bet (laughs) so honestly i think this is a very good scheme on jackson's part i think this is a very smart way to uh teach miley a lesson and it ends up working he does end up teaching her a lesson yeah because she's a selfish bitch (laughs) yeah and we're coming from several episodes of me being like fully on miley's side and stuff 
just like yeah. right back to another one where it's like I can't defend you. <laughs> like you just You're just being awful. Yeah. And so she's like, "Great. I can do it." Bets on. And then right then the like time is up and the first thing Patty says is like, "Make me a sandwich or I'll scream." And then she immediately starts screaming. <laughs> Which I feel like is a thing that is a big trope in movies and TV shows for kids to do. No child has ever done that in real life. <laughs> I do feel like because she she then like yells at Miley for not making her a sandwich fast enough. I was like, is she parroting what she's like seen her father say to her mother? <laughs> like this feels like a very like misogynistic now make me a sandwich kind of thing. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I... I wrote, this little girl sucks. Make your own damn sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) She's old enough to know how to make a sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, and then Miley was like, whiter wheat. Like, (laughs) smile. She was was about to, like, knock this kid down a peg. But Jackson was like, oh, is that a complaint? Am I about to win already? And she's like, whiter wheat. (laughs) So then... We get a little a little snippet of a B plot. And I, I said this to Courtney before we started recording, but if you were to like have a stopwatch and only let it run when the B plot is running, your end total would be like maybe 90 seconds. Like it is such a short little B plot. <laughs> it's like a, a whiff of a B plot. Like, we set this episode next to a B-plot, and it got, like, a little B-plot residue, and this is is the result of that. (laughs) So, the B-plot is basically that Roxy, I guess, found out that Robbie Ray is sick, and so decided to come over to take care of him. And at this point, I'm like, why isn't she driving Miley where she needs to be? (laughs) That was my question. I was like, why is Roxy here if she's not going to hang out with Miley instead? Yeah, um, so she basically says that, like, Robbie Ray first needs to, like, get in the shower and, like, steam out his, like, body and his pores, and also he smells bad, um, and there is a sequence of her hoisting Robbie Ray up over her shoulder and then carrying him up the stairs, and I have to say, it is so clearly a dummy with a wig on it that she is carrying around. (laughs) (laughs) it's just the dumbest i was like why did we need to include that robbie's not that sick he has a cold he's not dying (laughs) the proportions of the dummy are like all wrong like the head is too small and the hair is the wrong color and like it's it's, you have to put a screenshot of that on your instagram i will do my best it really (laughs) But Roxy says some choice lines, like, Roxy's not afraid of germs. Germs are afraid of Roxy. Yeah, yeah, which... I just kept writing over about this dummy. Like, this, this is... So in last week's episode, there was a very similar prop, like, sight gag that also just didn't work. And it was... Jackson had this crab that he was going to cook, but, like, it was clearly a plastic crab. And the crab was supposed to crawl off screen. And instead, it just, like, moved like someone was pulling it with two strings. Oh, my God. And this, 
<laughs> this is just like the next level of that of just like a really fucking bad prop <laughs> it reminds me of the old did you ever watch the old this is gonna be just like just for us did you ever watch the old ninja sex party music videos where they would throw the dummy of dan around like it was just it was very clearly like a mannequin in like the danny sex bang outfit with a wig on and they would throw it down a cliff a bunch <laughs> I have not seen that, but <laughs> it sounds like basically like what this one. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> I want a mannequin of Billy Ray. <laughs> so but weird. do you want like one that actually looks like him, or do you want no, this one that is just I want busted. that one? I want a busted one. one. I want a fireman carry it. <laughs> it looked like a like a large rag doll with a wig like it just was so it was so bad but this is it it always brings me joy when they do something like this so i don't wish that they had done better i just like i i just have to like relish in it for a little bit because it just is so good (laughs) i want to know what the budget was for each of these episodes that's a good question i wonder if i could find that information you probably can on Wikipedia. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I will be Googling Hannah Montana budget per episode after this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then after Roxy takes the dummy upstairs, um, we are on the beach. And Patty is like burying Miley in the sand, like next to the surf shop. Um, there are apparently sand crabs and I'm like really in this area that like people walk on like a thousand times a day. I don't know. Also so far from the water. Like, yeah. Very far from the water. water. <laughs> there's, sure. there's, there's like a montage of all of the things that they have to do. Um, they like pull Miley around on a rope or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying. Yeah. Patty was on rollerblades and Miley was like tied, had a rope around her waist and was like running around with Patty and then, like, they did a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. They, like, fly a kite and Miley falls off that ledge that everybody falls off of. They really need to put a railing on that cliff. I was going to say, well, how has no one, like, contacted the city about that ledge? Because I swear <laughs> to you, every episode, somebody falls off that edge. It's only a matter of time until someone fucking snaps their neck. <laughs> if this show was more self-aware, it would have a sign there eventually that just says, careful of cliff or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then people would still fall off of it and, like break the sign yeah that, that would be funny um <laughs> but and then, and then they like somehow jackson and patty get like water balloons and they're throwing them at miley who's like standing behind one of those like large wooden like stand-up things that has a body on it and the head is cut out and so she's sticking her head through it and they're throwing water balloons at her it doesn't seem like a very fun activity i don't know why no that's what they're doing and all of this is happening at the surf shack which is a weird place for any of this to happen yeah <laughs> like there would be a lot of people there it would be busy it's just their- not a weekend on a sunny day <laughs> this is just their one beach set and they don't feel like making anything else yeah exactly <laughs> and then we get a tiny little blip back with roxy and robbie ray they're sitting out on the porch and robbie is like wearing I'm sure there's like an actual name for this, but it's like one of those like tinfoil suits. That's what I called it. I called it a foil suit. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of 
<laughs> those suits like made out of like the reflective tinfoil basically yeah i guess to like get him to sweat out his sickness and roxy cooks a burger on the front of the suit <laughs> i just him in that suit and he was like i don't want to do this and she was like you're doing this and then i just wrote oh a burger <laughs> like it came <laughs> i was just like so surprised that suddenly there was a burger on his head. <laughs> And that's and then we go back to the A plot. <laughs> that was our one little taste of the B plot for a moment. And we're back and Patty's like kind of feeling done for the day. She's like I want to go home and Miley's like, "Yes, I'm I'm I did it. I won the bet and I get to go to the fashion show." But then Jackson tries to like goad Patty into uh doing something else and he suggests that they go to the world famous Make a Moose store. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they have a Make a Moose here. And it's like, yeah, it's LA. <laughs> it's a Why wouldn't city. they? Yeah. <laughs> and Just all go of down her. The mall. <laughs> like, yeah. go down the grove. There's a Build a Bear there. Like, come on. <laughs> Oliver's like, it's one of the biggest ones in the country. And he like really hypes it up. And then Jackson and Oliver sing the Make a Moose song. And Which, it is, it's it's set to row, row, row your boat, but, like, all but, like, four words of it are just make a moose. Like, it's make, make, make a moose, hear it, make a moose, 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 hear it, make a moose, I think is the words. I didn't actually write it down. No, that's the whole theme song. You, yeah, you so did it. it's literally just make a moose repeated, like, 50 times in one little rhyme. Make. Make a moose, here, make a moose, make a moose, make a moose, make a moose, make a moose. <laughs> I can't even say it that fast. Yeah, it's it is what it is. But Patty decides that she wants to go there and then go home. And so they go to make a moose. It is just build a bear, except it seems to be very heavily leaning into its theming and its brand. And so, like, all of the people that work there are wearing moose costumes. And for a second, I thought that the guy in the moose costume was Arwen from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. But then he, like, turned his head and I was like, oh, no, that's not him. That's just a different guy with glasses. (laughs) He is a familiar, like, Disney Channel character actor, though. I feel like he's been in a lot of things on Disney I didn't think to look him up, but I should have. He, He seemed familiar to me. The actor who plays Moose Master Mike is Sean Whalen. He has 130 acting credits. Damn. He was recently in the uh, HBO Max Seth Rogen movie, An American Pickle. Oh, is that the one where Seth Rogen plays two people? He plays like a sentient pickle, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I think that's the one where he plays himself and also like his great something grandfather who was like preserved in pickle juice. I see. Pretty he sure the played, a he played a member of the McPoyle family on an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, he was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. In the first season. No other Disney Channel credits though. Just Hannah Montana. I'm I'm only in 2013 right now. <laughs> oh well. Keep going. <laughs> he was on an episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. So. Oh, he was on 14 episodes of Unfabulous, the Emma Roberts Nickelodeon show. Oh, maybe that's what I know him from. That's probably it. <laughs> he was on yeah. an episode of Sweet Life. 
Yeah. I think I might know him from Unfabulous. I watched the shit out of the show, even though I hate Emma Roberts. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to give it to you and say that you were right, just because he was on one episode of multiple Disney Channel shows. Even though I think the reason why you thought that was because of Unfabulous. <laughs> so I mean, you were wrong and, and you were right. <laughs> they did a lot of the same shows at the time. Emma Roberts felt like a Disney Channel girl, even though she was on Nickelodeon, you know? Yeah. He apparently wrote an episode of American Dragon Jake Long. Okay. That's random. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so... Now we know. Now we know who Moose Master Mike was. Miley gets a call from Lily. (laughs) And I can't tell you, I can't tell you how frustrated I was by this little mini segment here. So Lola is at this fashion show by herself. She's not famous and she's sitting in the front row. And like, sure, she like probably RSVP, but she was probably like Hannah Montana's plus one. Did she go to the door and be like, hi, I'm Hannah Montana's plus one. Please let me in. Even though Hannah Montana isn't here. Like I, how did she get in? How did she get to sit up there? And she's wearing a light blue wig, a long sleeve blue tie dye shirt with like a green patterned, like cardigan thing over it. I'm sure all the fashion elite in the audience are like begging her for fashion tips. They're like, oh my God, Lola LaFinagle, how do you dress so fashionably? You're so on trend. I was just so upset that first of all, like what time was the fashion show supposed to start? Why wasn't it a bigger deal that Miley was missing it? Because it was clearly a Hannah Montana event that she was supposed to be seen at because she's Hannah fucking Montana and it's like her job. Secondly, Lola shouldn't have been there without her. Thirdly, if Lola got there on her own, Miley could have figured out how to get there with Lola. Somebody could have driven her. (laughs) Yeah. And it only gets more frustrating for me from there. (laughs) She, Lola says that celebrity model Lindsay Lohan twisted her ankle. (laughs) She's not a model. She's an actor. (laughs) Well, she's, she is stepping into model, I guess, the finale for this show. And, but she twisted her ankle which is terrible, but Lola's very happy. And apparently somebody told Lola that if Hannah Montana could get there in time for the finale, she could walk the finale and keep the dress. The fashion show has already started at this point. Lola is like on the phone and there are models walking in front of her like as she's having this conversation. Fashion shows aren't that long. She's like, if you can get down here really quick, I'm like... How far away is it? Is it in the mall? Like, how is she going to get there? (laughs) And also, like, fashion shows are not loud. Like, everyone would hear Lola on the phone. Like, yeah, you don't talk during a fashion. It's like not a thing. It's like it's a museum. (laughs) Like, it's rude. It's rude. And it's already started. And like, why? Why was Lola the one being told this information? Like, Lola, again, is not a celebrity. She's not. She's not like who would tell her? Like she's not Hannah Montana's like manager before the show. Like I just I was very confused. I was just like, there's no universe where Miley gets to this fashion show on time to walk in the finale. But she says that she'll be there because she really wants to keep the dress. 
<laughs> my notes are literally isn't this a hannah event isn't that important why didn't roxy just take her what is this what is happening <laughs> yeah and in the meantime miley's like i'm gonna make it we're gonna go who's gonna drive you jackson <laughs> he <laughs> like clearly he doesn't, doesn't want to he doesn't want to so and and meanwhile patty has not even started to make her moose <laughs> Also, never mind the fact that she has to get into full Hannah Montana getup before she can even step foot near the fashion show. That's the other thing. I'm like, does she have a spare Hannah wig in Jackson's car? Is she going to have to tell Patty Donzig that she's Hannah Montana in order to go to this event? Like, it opens so many questions. I'm like, this does not work. This can't work. You need to accept that you're not going and move on and just, like, do what you got to do. Like, I was like, there's no way that you can pull this off. And also, Billy Ray at some point should have been like, Jackson, I am sick. I need your help right now. Please just take your sister to this event. You don't have Offer to stay. Offer to pay him. Offer to give him money if he'll do it, you know? I'll like, give you 50 bucks. Like, come on. <laughs> seriously. And just a few weeks ago, he was begging to be Hannah Montana's assistant and to do this very job of taking her places. And, like, now when it actually is necessary, he's like, mm, no. <laughs> also, like, I get the Saturday thing. You should have been allowed to go to your Dodgers game. It should have been, a, a like, a, a compromise. Like, yes, you don't have to take Miley to the mall today to go to the Dodgers game. But can you take her tomorrow because I'm sick and I need help? Sign yeah, and there mom. was, like, no way he was going to be better in 24 hours. No, and it's like just fucking compromise with each other. Like yeah. <laughs> this family needs counseling. But then Jackson decides to make Miley's life even more of a hell, and he goes, "Hey, Moose Master Mike, aren't there a hundred different mooses? Can you name them all?" So he's like, "Isn't it true that you have a hundred types of moose?" And he's like, "Yes." But the types of moose are just different costumes. Like, it's not really different types of moose. It's just different costumes to put on the one moose-like body that you can get. It, Yeah. Unlike a Build-A-Bear, there's only one stuffed animal, and it's a moose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where Build-A-Bear has, like, for starters, like, six different bears and then different animals. Like, you have so yeah. many options. And then you do clothes. But here, it's like, no, it's a moose. And the type of moose that you get is whatever costume you pick out. And it's like Moose Lee, Moose Skywalker. And he says, may the forest be with you. I love Moosey, which he then did like a bad Ricky Ricardo impression. <laughs> and then we, we, this is where we cut back <laughs> to Robbie Ray and Roxy. Oh my God. And the funk. So, so Roxy made a pot of funk. That's what she calls it. I'm like, is this peel a pound soup? <laughs> but no, it's like, it's, it kind of looks like split pea soup, but it also kind of looks like, like a mask that you would get at Lush, but like, just like a full pot of it. Oh, I thought it looked like when a baby vomits up baby food. They, I mean, it also looks like that. <laughs> All <laughs> like of those things kind of look similar. Like green, yellow color. <laughs> yeah, but you don't eat funk. 
uh, Roxy instead like slops the funk onto Robbie Ray's body. And he's like, oh my God, I can finally breathe. My sinuses are clearing. But what's that smell? And she's like, it's the funk. <laughs> Courtney is just silently shaking her head right now. <laughs> the image of Robbie Ray's like open chest where she just slathered on some funk was very upsetting. <laughs> It was, it was upsetting. <laughs> also, um, just like going back a little bit. Um, it was at this point in the Moose store where I was like, Jackson, this is your time to not be a dick to Miley now and actually just like give in and take her to the fashion show. Like that was where, like my turning point of like now they're just being awful to each other because Jackson was like delaying them even further from her getting to the fashion show which is an event that she apparently has to go to as hannah montana yeah and all the mooses and they address this at the end but also miley is not nearly as bratty as patty is and not nearly as demanding and temperamental as patty is and jackson has every right to be upset with miley but he can't pretend like what he's putting her through is equivalent to no their situation. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, back at make a moose, Jackson keeps telling Miley that if she quits the bet, she can go to the fashion show. And I'm like, but who would drive her? You're not going to drive her if she quits the bet. So don't say that. Like that doesn't make sense. But Miley decides that she's just going to make the moose for Patty. And she makes Hannah moose, Tana. And there's, like, this big stuffing machine, which is like at Build-A-Bear. But the difference is, at Build-A-Bear, an employee handles that. You know, there's an employee Mm -hmm. there who, like, actually runs the stuffing machine. And there's no way that they would just, like, let anyone that walks in operate this piece of machinery. But on this, Miley just goes up to it. And, like, promptly breaks it. Like, she can't, like, turn it off for some reason. Yeah, it was weird. And, like, the the Make-A-Moose in general looks very sparse. Like, the Mm -hmm. tables are just covered in, like, scraps of clothing and moose. Like, there's not, like... You know, like, a -A Build-A-Bear has, like, a full, like, aisle and display of clothing you can put on your bear? Mm -hmm. This is just, like, a table with some leftover, like, t-shirts on it. Like, I thought this was supposed to be, like, the biggest make-a-moose in the country. Like, isn't this a big deal? Like, they do what they can over on the set of Hannah Montana. (laughs) Look, they already built the make-a-moose set. Yeah, what do you want them to do? Dress the set? No. (laughs) Is Moose Master Mike not enough for you? Yeah. (laughs) The only employee there. (laughs) Yeah, she, she can't turn off the stuffing machine, which... She then tries to hide from the staff member. And I'm like, that's something you, like, need to tell the staff member about. Like, that's not something you would want to hide. But he threatens to take her moose away if he if he catches them playing with the stuffing machine. And I'm like, why would you take the moose away? They're paying for that moose. Yeah. <laughs> that's their moose. They paid $50 for that moose. <laughs> and Jackson then, like, asks... Moose Master Mike, he's like, what's the difference between a moose and a caribou? And he tells him that moose are bigger. And so Patty's like, well, then I want my moose to be bigger. And this is when Miley snaps. And she, like, 
yells at Patty and like loses the bet. And then her pants explode because she stuffed the stuffing thing, which wouldn't turn off, into her pants. <laughs> so she's now presumably standing in this child's store in the mall without pants on. Yep. Yep. And then the next thing we see is that she is, like, forced to wear the moose suit. Why is that her only option? They're in the mall. Why? Like, get some new pants. Wouldn't they have all been kicked out of this store by now? Like, this this surely would be enough to get them kicked out of the store. Or, like, at least, like, escorted to checkout and then escorted out of the store. Yeah, Moose Master Mike should have taken away the moose right then. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. You said you were going to take it away. Take away the moose. Yeah, but I guess they have instead loaned her a moose suit to wear. Which she she gets to wear as she leaves, too. Like, she gets to take it out of the mall. Which, I... uh, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Master Mike very pointedly says, you can't keep it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well. Then why did you put it on her in the first place? I really. Why does she also have to wear the hat of it? Like, can't she just wear like the pant part? Why does she also need the moose head? That seems like a separate piece. Yeah. But in any case, this is when Jackson and Miley have their heart to heart conversation And he admits that Miley isn't as bad as Patty, but he does call her out for never actually asking him for a ride and never thanking him when he helps her, which Mm -hmm. he is fully in the right. That's very shitty of Miley. And as someone that used to drive kids around for a living, (laughs) it really does make a difference to feel like your time is being treated valuably. And so... She gives him, like, a very genuine apology, and then he offers to take her to the fashion show so that she can go get that dress. And I'm like, that's very nice. However, there is no world where this fashion show has not already ended. Like, there is just no – there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. (laughs) Because it started, like, an hour ago, probably. Like, and they still have to drive the kid home, stop at the house, get, like, Hannah Wig – go to wherever the fashion show is. It just, there's no way. But they do it. And, well, first, Patty spills that Donzig or Uncle Albert to her, which I thought it was funny because I don't think we had heard Donzig's first name before now. (laughs) But it's Albert. He, I guess, was only pretending to be sick. But we never see any more of either of them. So it just was, like, him trying to pawn off his niece. And the niece was, like, in on it. I don't know. But also, why? If she's, like, just there for the weekend, you obviously told her she could come over for the weekend. I I just have more questions about, like, what, the the adults in the room. Yeah, maybe Donzig had a last-minute gay hookup and he needed to get his niece out of the house. <laughs> Go in full well, circle. My sugar daddy's coming over. I need you to take the kid for a few hours. Have her back by dinner. Never <laughs> through the mail slot. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, is Miley going to roll up to this fashion show as herself in a moose costume? Or is there a spare wig in the car? I'm just like, ugh. But apparently, she does get to the fashion show 
with the moose costume still on. She doesn't, like, take it off before they get there. Which, like, if they had to drop the niece off next door, why not take the moose costume off at your own house, get into your own clothes and your own wig, and then go? Because that wouldn't be a f- that wouldn't be a big joke to end the episode with. Apparently, that's that's why <laughs> they, they were just in such a rush. They just had to like stop, throw the kid out the car, and keep driving. Like they didn't even stop to let the kid out. They just threw her. They're like you're on your own, Patty. <laughs> sure, um, but I guess at the fashion show, the zipper on the moose costume is apparently stuck but <laughs> she managed to get the wig on under the like moose horns or antlers they're not horns they're antlers <laughs> which again is a detachable headpiece that is clearly hooked on by velcro that she could have easily left behind yeah and so she puts the dress on over the moose suit no way would it fit but she walks out on the runway, and the dress isn't that impressive. Like, this is what she needed to drop everything for, uh, but okay. And she walks out there to, like, an instrumental version of Who Said. Is that <laughs> like, what that song was? It was Who Said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and her runway walk is terrible. Listen, as someone that watches a lot of Top Model, her runway walk was unacceptable. It was she bad. was she was like dancing in like her moose costume and her dress. It was it was not good. This is yet another week where it seems like Hannah Montana has made quite a large public gaffe and she still keeps getting invited to stuff. <laughs> so TMZ has yet to report on it. I guess. Although I, she's been involved in less scandalous stuff than this moose costume and it's been like front page what? news. So Okay, but you're at a fashion show. Obviously, there are people who are like sewing backstage, like some things. Yeah, why couldn't Did they cut have her a out pair of the scissors? Did nobody have a pair of fucking scissors to just cut her out? And like, I get that they very clearly specifies that it was like the suit was only on loan to her, and so she had to bring it back. She's fucking rich. Just buy them a new moose suit, cut your way out of this one, and go out on stage looking normal and not like a moose. Also, literally. Who cares? You already left with the moose suit. They obviously don't care that much that you took their $20 Party City moose suit. Like, you don't need to bring it back. Like, who's obligated to bring back a fucking moose suit? Yeah, are Billy they going like, to, send the cops to their house to repossess the moose suit? I don't think so. I don't Billy think so. Ray, Billy Ray isn't privy to any of this, so he's not going to, like, make you return the moose suit. Like, <laughs> it, it really... Yeah, I just... I. I didn't like it. Is the thing I don't like. I texted you after I finished it, and I was like, "This episode made me angry." Like, not super angry, but I'm just like mad now. We're just like just irritated enough. <laughs> it just doesn't. Make, at no point does anything in this episode ever make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the bumper for this episode is that Robbie claims to be feeling better, so that Roxy can leave. But then he, like, whispers to Jackson that he's actually not feeling better and he just, like, needs her to get out of his house. But she's like, you fucking dumbass. You can't say that shit in my range of, like, what am I saying? <laughs> Within range of me, because I'll hear you. Roxy hears everything. But so Jackson apparently 
he's like, oh, are you going to make more of that soup that you made <laughs> or something? She, we find out that Jackson apparently ate all of the funk. And Roxy's like, oh, no, he ate the funk. And now I have to brew up a pot of anti-funk or, like, antidote funk. <laughs> like, Which, if you knew it was not edible, why wouldn't you put don't eat the funk on the, the soup? <laughs> I mean, in her defense, I don't know why anyone would want to eat the funk. Like, it probably seemed it was- obvious to her that no one would attempt to eat it because, like, it smelled bad and was green. And also, it doesn't look like soup. It looks like it's too thick. Like, it's very viscous. Like, (laughs) it has a texture to it that soup doesn't have, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not good. But yeah, apparently Jackson has to eat anti-funk now. Yeah. But we don't see that. That's the end of the episode. I want to know what happens when you eat the funk. Do you just, like, die? She had to brew him an antidote, like it's a like it's a poison in Harry Potter. <laughs> He's gonna turn into Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all Hannah Montana. I did want to know what the side effects of eating funk are, but alas. Um, <sighs> so that's well, the episode. Did you have anything you would like to address that we did not talk about? All of the dresses in the fashion show were ugly. They were all ugly. They were all like neon and weird. The like the outfit that went off stage right before Hannah Montana came on stage was like a denim mini skirt and like a girl in a tube top and like espadrilles. And like that was the outfit. And I'm like, this is not couture. This is (laughs) what is this? Is this actually a mall fashion show? (laughs) They went to limited too and they got some like asymmetrical skirts. And they called it a day. Like, yeah. And this is apparently such a big name fashion designer, Stella Fabiani. And it just looked bad. <laughs> it looked bad. It wasn't good. Um, the entire time Patty was there, I was just thinking of the Trixie Mattel Patty Don't Start thing. Have <laughs> you seen that? Her like face mask that just says Patty Don't Start. <laughs> no, but I believe you. <laughs> Yeah, it was some it was some tweet that she made because like I don't know, maybe Trump tweeted something and then she was like said something in return and then somebody named Patricia like said something mean to Trixie and all she wrote back was Patty don't start. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so now that's a, a merch item that she sells. That's funny. Miley had some cute outfits in this episode. I'll yeah. give her that. Yeah, I, I think she looked great pretty much the whole time. I mean it wasn't really anything I'd wear today, but I probably would have wanted to wear it in 2007. Oliver was there for such a short amount of time for no reason. He was there for 10 seconds. He truly, I think they just needed an excuse to put Oliver in the show. Yeah. <laughs> I like, feel bad for him. 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 He didn't get to do anything. <laughs> Neither did Lily really either. She was only in the episode for a few seconds too. Yeah, she was in a little bit at the beginning and then... I guess she made that baffling phone call and then she was there at the very end to watch the fashion show. Also, why was Jackson at the fashion show? Why was he, if this is like such a high class event, why was Jackson allowed to sit front row at the fashion show next to Lola if he's a nobody? I guess he got to take Hannah Montana's seat because she ended up walking. 
Yeah, but he's a nobody. I I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> I don't agree with it either. <laughs> I'm also angry about it. <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a bad episode. I didn't like this episode. That's my conclusion. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for it. I will say the like the moral of the story was better executed in this than like many of the recent episodes. I just it wasn't very much fun. <laughs> no, and it was just kind of like at every turn you're like this could be easily be solved. This is an easily solvable problem that they're just making harder. Yeah, because exactly. Nobody there has common sense. And Billy Ray is quote unquote sick. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't get in the car and drive somewhere and then just sit in the car and wait. Yeah. <laughs> he was he didn't seem that sick. It like, just seemed like he was sick, but like, I mean, I've had to do more intense stuff while sick. You I know, mean, yeah, I've had to like go to work with the flu. Like we all do it, dude. Like, I also, I mean, this is you know today's perspective, <laughs> but just like wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your thermos. Put on your mask. You're not your going out in public. It doesn't seem to be that contagious because Miley and Jackson and Roxy were all fine. Uh, and Lily was fine. And Donzig yeah. was faking being sick. So, like, what's the issue? <laughs> like, as Hannah Montana's manager, he should realize that it's more important. Yeah. And also, it's just, like, a day. Like, you can rest tomorrow when they're at school again. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, not like he has a, it's not like he has a day job that he has to like prepare for That's on Monday. True. Doesn't work. His only job is helping his daughter's career. Why yeah. wouldn't he take it seriously? Does that mean Hannah Montana pays for all of their stuff? Maybe. Like, I, I think know. I think some of it is probably his money from his time as a singer. But yeah, I've been but, questioning for a while how they afford their lifestyle when the dad doesn't work and the mom is dead. <laughs> I mean, maybe they got like a sizable inheritance like from the life insurance when she died. That's and possible. Maybe he's getting residuals from Sweden for his stuff. <laughs> but I feel like the majority of their life is paid for by Hannah Montana. And by that logic, with her being the only breadwinner in the house right now, Whatever she says kind of needs to go, you know? Yeah. You like this giant house with its pizza oven? Where... <laughs> Straight on the pizza oven. <laughs> then you better take me to this fucking fashion show, dad. front <laughs> like... property in Southern California? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of Shame course on I'm you, Robbie Ray. On credit card. This is my credit card that you paid for with my money. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've I've been finding myself really disagreeing with Robbie Ray's selective choices because there are times where he needs to just be Hannah Montana's manager, but he like can't let the dad part of himself sit down. He's yeah. like, "No, I must teach lesson. Much teach le- must teach lesson even though this is my client." <laughs> like it just it I, I really, 
I need him to pick a lane and stay in it. Like, if you're going to be the dad all the time, fine. But you need to hire somebody else to handle the Hannah Montana business. Or you can handle the Hannah Montana business, but you need to be less invested in teaching moral lessons while you're working on that, you know? Yeah. That's my issue. I also think for a show called Hannah Montana, there's so little Hannah Montana in these episodes that I've been on. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I I do. More Hannah Montana. I think... I mean, I can't say this definitively, so I shouldn't say it at all. But I feel like there's maybe more Hannah Montana per episode in the upcoming second season. And I really hope that's the case. Um, Because lately, most of these plots have very little to do with her being famous. Yeah, it feels like her being Hannah Montana is very secondary Mm -hmm. to the show. When that is supposed to be like the whole like through line is that she's trying to keep this secret you think more of the episodes would be about her trying to keep a secret (laughs) but we know that she's bad at keeping secrets yeah (laughs) she's always doing hannah montana stuff out in the open where anyone can hear her (laughs) and we all know that if reddit existed in 2008 she would have not been able to stay hannah montana for very long (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I made the joke in an episode from a few weeks ago that, like, if this was, like, a Shonda Rhimes show in primetime, the story would be about a reporter who has a hunch trying to break a story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It it would be, like, it would be called Hannah Montana, but it's about somebody else trying to crack the Hannah Montana case. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'd, wa- I'd watch, like, a gritty Hannah Montana reboot. <laughs> yeah, Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. <laughs> I want that. Let's start let's a petition. It. Yeah, let's change write it. Change.org. <laughs> or change.gov. I don't know. <laughs> we'll start our GoFundMe and our Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, any final thoughts? No. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Fine by me. Cordy, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's this episode coming out? Ooh, about three weeks from now, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, you can, I have two podcasts. You can find them. I have, uh, I mean, you can just find them. Just find them. <laughs> I'll tell you what they are. Go now, on a hunt. <laughs> so I have my my Ramsey. I cannot speak. I have Ramsey's recaps. It's a show where me and a guest sit down and rewatch kitchen a episode of Kitchen Nightmares, and we are recapping season one right now. We're almost done with season one, so you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps. And um, my other podcast, Trailer Trashed, is me and my friend Grayson. We watch movies that. I've usually never seen because I don't watch movies and he has seen every movie ever. And we're currently making our way through all 50 states movie by movie. So you can follow us at trailer trash. There's no E in trash. And if this is out before it's over, um, a play that I wrote and filmed and is part of a festival. Um, you can, it's called the Irondale on women's festival. My play is called compulsion and you can go and vote for it to win in the new media storytelling section. If you want, 
So it's $10 and all of the videos for that are like streaming from March 4th to the 26th or something. So if this Very is out, cool. if not, sorry, you missed it. <laughs> I think this will be out before March 26th. Let me. Okay, cool. <laughs> if not, uh, just text me. I'll send you the video if you want to watch it. <laughs> it will be out March 15th. Perfect. So you can still go vote for me. And if I win something, that'd be really cool. Yeah, and Courtney's like a legit playwright, you guys. Like, you should actually like check out her work. It's very cool. Yeah, follow my website. I, uh, my website is CourtneySile.com, and all my plays and stuff are on there too. So very easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, very simple. I have a name that nobody else has, so nobody else will take my URL. So <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, I actually have some exciting news to report. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was the season finale of season one of Hannah Montana. So ordinarily, this is where I would tell you what episode of Hannah Montana we'll be watching next week. But actually, uh, we won't be starting season two just yet because next week we're doing a very, very special episode breaking down all eight original songs from season one of Hannah Montana. Mm -hmm. And I will be joined by my friend Michael Stahl, who was on an episode previously, and he is like a music theory whiz <laughs> i don't know what's like the right <laughs> term for that he like knows he likes, a lot about music theory so he studied he, music for a, bu- a bit yeah <laughs> he has a degree in music <laughs> and so we're gonna be doing some lyrical analysis of all of hannah montana's hits he's gonna bring his unique perspective as a voice teacher and a music theory person <laughs> to really give you the full breakdown of all eight songs from this first season. Um, So that will be your special treat next week on Monday at 9am will be that episode. Um, We might make it into two episodes. It kind of depends on how long things go. So that will either, will either be starting season two in two weeks or in three weeks. But in any case, you have that to look forward to next week. Um, It will be the special soundtrack spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll we'll be talking best of both worlds who said just like you pumping up the party if we were a movie i got nerve the other side of me and this is the life <laughs> those are all eight of the songs <laughs> i know all the words to all of those songs <laughs> me too <laughs> so it's gonna be super fun so i hope you check that out and uh and then we'll be moving on to season two it'll be Ooh. great so Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. And like I said, I hope you will join us next Monday at 9 a.m. for that very special soundtrack spectacular episode. Um, and if you would like to follow us online, you can find us on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod or on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lisey or on Instagram at Actor Elise. And that's that's it. Tune in next week. (laughs) I love you, my sweet niblets. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for an amazing first season of this show. I I can't believe we've already done the whole first season. Um, Thank you for sticking with me and for always tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. And uh, until next time, keep on pumping up the party.